0: My dear friends, welcome to the Small League Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Leonard Shadow, along with Lewis. Hi. Raj. Hey, everyone. And Jeannie. Hey. Okay. So, we finished week 16, and week 16 was over a holiday weekend. Did everyone have a nice holiday, I hope?
1: Yeah, I was supposed to go to Mammoth lakes for skiing with you know my family but you know there's a massive snowstorm up in mammoth i think it was like 50 mile an hour gusts with like three feet of snowfall so i had to cancel it so i was planning to have a big ski trip ended up with a small one at some local mountain high ski just for a day trip that was my my winter vacation so far
0: well, sometimes nature sends you the well. message: small is better. So that's that's a beautiful story. How about you, Jeannie? How was how was your holiday?
2: Uh, it was good. It was yeah, like Brian. It was smaller than normal. We were supposed to have family over my wife's family, and some are driving up from San Diego. We we're supposed to host, and um, a couple of days before they, you know, decided out. Oh, we'll just stay home. It's supposed to rain on Christmas, and of course it doesn't rain for most of Christmas day, (laughs) but, um, but you know, we just had the immediate family. It was, it was nice.
0: And that's how I spent my holiday as well with immediate family. We typically have extended family, but, um, as the world around us has been telling us small is better. We had a small family get together, which was great. It was great. It was nice to have everyone. I had the whole family back and we had a nice time. Well, let's move on to football. Did anyone watch football this weekend? We had games Thursday, Saturday, Sunday.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I watched I watched Thursday game. Of course, I got a little upset at the Saturday game because what, what happened? Well, you know, I failed to take heed of your principal first rule of fantasy football: check the injury reports before selecting your starting lineup and I didn't realize that uh, James Connor was deemed out just uh an hour before and he was in my flex position I left him in there because I took a nap and didn't realize that something like that might have happened because all week they'd said he's probably gonna start he's probably gonna start so I said no just let him let it ride took a nap didn't think about it for the rest of Saturday he's he was out scored zero that put me right behind the eight ball at the very beginning of the week. And then after the events on Sunday, when I learned what Raj was trying to pull, I got very frustrated and just decided not to watch any football. So I didn't watch any Sunday games, S- Saturday games. I was a little upset. So I didn't watch any of the, uh, the, the, the second game. And because uh, I emotionally, I was all kind of irritated with myself and Sunday, I was just mostly irritated with the, uh, <laughs> with the So I decided not to watch any of the Sunday games. And uh, Monday night, I didn't, I didn't feel like watching this game. It was kind of busy. So, no, I didn't watch much football.
0: Wow. For a small league fantasy football podcast host to not watch football
2: the entire weekend. It,
0: must, it just it shows be you very,
1: that emotions yeah. can destroy your passions.
2: You got to know how to, where to place the emotion. at. You, you got to place the emotion with the players that you like, not with <laughs> anger.
1: Yes, we can't do that. That's right. I, that's the lesson number one that I learned from Jeannie, that he always practices what he preaches. Let's go. Let's go, Aaron. <laughs>
0: that's a funny one. So, Raj, what exactly, What what happened over the weekend?
3: Well, so my strategy, thinking a lot, you know, coming from the the Belichick right. School of Coaching, my strategy was right. do whatever it takes to win, which is basically, who do I want to go up against in the Super Bowl? Do I want to go up against Genie, who at the end of the season had, I think he had his 0-6 record and just kind of surged in the last couple of weeks. Or Lewis, who has done consistently well throughout the season, although his record doesn't show it, but his, point, his total points show it. So in the spirit of, do whatever it takes to win. I thought I would much rather go against Jeannie over Lewis. So Raj, you know, I'm just I'm going to that...
0: interrupt you one sec just to give our our listeners a little information. So Raj's record is eleven and four, whereas Jeannie and Lewis were tied at seven and eight. So the winner, right? So although they were not playing each other, this is this whoever wins would end up going to the Super Bowl between the two of them. I was eliminated at the bottom of the league. The other interesting stat is that Rogers' total points, total point production going to this game, 1723. Lewis's, 1772. And Genie, 1627. So Lewis had produced more points in the season than Raj and much more than Genie.
1: I also own the tiebreaker against Genie. So. If uh, we both ended up with identical records, having both of us winning our our week's games, I would have gone to the Super Bowl.
3: Because head-to-head right. so, head, head
0: head combat was the first tiebreaker.
3: Yeah, so the rationale was that Lewis has had, Lewis had his, his destiny in his own hands. If he won the, the game, he would have made it the Super Bowl. Instead, said, it's out of my hands. But you know, in retrospect, I may have changed it and may not have done it like that. But I was more focused and I don't want to go up against the players who scored the most number of points in the league. As it were, to uh, propel myself to win in the Super Bowl as opposed to being in the Super Bowl. I think I'm the only one of you guys who has only won one in the, our 10 or 11 years of play in our league. I think I'm the only one who's only had a single win. So I feel similar to to Aaron, my boy Aaron, who I'm going to hopefully pick up this week. He only won one Super Bowl in the last 10 years, 11 years.
1: I don't know how you think you're going to pick up Aaron. When the person with Aaron is who you're going to be playing in the Super Bowl,
3: <laughs> because well, because I'm I'm sure Jeannie would like nothing better than to <laughs> to uh, <laughs> Raj, defeat think, Aaron in the Super Bowl. I think, Bowl think Raj. I think
2: Raj is kind of thinking that maybe him. Jeannie owes him one. Maybe you're uh, thinking that way,
3: yeah, but I know, but I,
2: th- I think Raj is pretty consistent though. Since the beginning of the year, he's. He's always been saying, you know, the higher the points, you know, our league should be based on the number of total points. So he is kind of consistent in being, in being afraid of Lewis because he does have the team that scored the highest amount of points.
0: So, so Raj, is that correct? Are you Were you afraid of playing Lewis in the Super Bowl?
3: Let's just say I would have rather played the person with the fewer number of points regardless of who it was.
1: Yeah, that's another way of saying that you're basically a chicken. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right, and if it, if I come away with a Super Bowl win, that's all that matters, isn't it? <laughs> but at the end, I would still say, like in my league, I would have said the the two players on the, the two teams going on the Super Bowl would be the number one team by standings and the number one team by points, which would have put you and me into the Super Bowl, Lewis. Because I you think know. that's actually the fair way of doing it. But well, that's just me, right? That that'll be that's another for another year, another season.
0: So Lewis, emotions aside, emotion aside of the fact that you, okay, you haven't you haven't made it to the Super Bowl, you're not happy about this strategy. And you called on me as commissioner to intervene.
1: Well, oh do would you, would
0: you like to comment on that?
1: Well, I did. I said, Well, why don't you just um decide that Rogers as commissioner, you could single handedly decide whether that was a even though it's well within the rules that you created, it wasn't within the spirit of the rules you had created of whoever loses gets to have first. That was Raj's sort of excuse that if he loses this week's game, he gets to pick up first for any free agents that come up. And he said, well, that might give me a slight edge when I play the Super Bowl next week. I'll get a first crack at a free agent, presuming that. I had to win. Um, He would have gotten the first crack at any free agents. And I think that's a legitimate... It's very weak. It's it's not that legitimate in a small league. I
0: think that's a legitimate strategy. I thought of that strategy going into week one and week two. I thought, should I lose these games? Because I know the first two weeks of the season is when you could potentially pick up the player which takes you all the way, which can take you to the house. And I thought, well, maybe I should. Maybe if I knew there was a player that I really wanted... I want to get in there and draft that player before another player does. And he'd be willing to sacrifice a victory in order to grab that player. I thought about that strategy. I actually think think if if that was his true rationale, that's legitimate. But as we know, that wasn't his true rationale.
1: That was the rationale he sort of explained to us by text when he realized that, you know, I might get upset about this.
2: Actually, I I have a confession. Raj texted me directly. To explain, I asked him, "Why are you sitting out your players?" And he texted me directly and said, "That was the reason that he wanted to get first dibs at the free agent." That was yeah, the first text he gave me, and, and yes, I, but... I had never even thought about that.
1: But yes, but I don't think
2: he would lie to me, though.
1: <laughs> of course, Raj would never lie to you. <laughs>
3: The only person I've ever lied to in my life was my college roommate. I don't know where he is <laughs> at this point. I think he's he's dropped off these first. But, you know, what we've all, I think, or at least most of us have been doing every week is streaming defenses. So I, I set myself up for having the Patriots defense for this next week. They're going up against the Jaguars, thinking, okay, this is going to be an easy, you know, double digit points. They The Patriots defense have not been doing well the last couple of weeks. So, legitimately, I need to find a defense that I could, you know, that you guys don't have. Who could do better than the Patriots? And I gotta look for that tonight. So even though I may not be able to pick up a great run, I have enough on wide receiver, I have enough quarterbacks. I'm a little short on running backs. I don't know if there's any good ones out there. But for defenses, all of us I think have been streaming defenses week to week. And since I don't know that the Patriots are really going to cut it this week, I'm gonna have to be looking really carefully at which defense I think is gonna do well next week.
1: Yeah, considering that you have David Montgomery, who is your worst running back on your roster, plus Joe Mixon, plus Kamara Kamara. Alvin Kamara. As as a
3: too bad weeks. Mixon's been hurt. And David Montgomery is playing for the Bears, who, based on their performance this week, is just has no incentive, really. So I don't have superstar running backs like the rest of you do. Um, that, so I need to short up a little bit. That, but that I, I hope you're, you're
1: not saying my team. That, that may be true. But of the running backs that are, that are still available, um, there aren't that many. Damien Harris, New England. Ah, uh, perhaps Javante Williams, who splits a timeshare with Melvin Gordon of Denver, Josh Jacobs, perhaps. That's about it. A.G. Dillon's the backup to Aaron Jones. And, yeah,
3: I mean, and plus, I didn't know if any of my running backs would get hurt this this past weekend. Thinking about yeah, yeah, me. yeah, and anyway, plus
1: this, and plus that, plus this. You know, this reminds me of you know something that in real life, in NFL, in January of. This year, the 2020 season, but January of 2021, when Philadelphia threw a game and deliberately lost to the Washington football team. This was in the NFC East last year, last season. The situation was that the Giants were going to go to the playoffs as a 6-10, with a 6-10 record, if the Washington football team lost against the Eagles. The Eagles decided to throw the game, basically they played Nate Sudfield, who hadn't thrown a pass in three years, over Jalen Hurts. The coach lied and said he thought he put in Nate Sudfield because Nate Sudfield gave him a good chance to win, and he just wanted to give the guy some snaps because he'd been playing for four years with the team. The Washington football team proceeded to beat the tanking Philadelphia Eagles team, and Joe Judge, the Giants coach, was, of course, very livid that this didn't meet the spirit of trying to win every game. And the the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, who threw it, basically lied through his teeth and said, well, I, I played Nate Sudfield because I thought he gave us the best chance, even though he had Jalen Hurts playing the weeks before. The Washington football team went to the playoffs, and that's the story. Now, the real reason, of course, wasn't that the Eagles thought that Nate Sudfield would give them a better, better chance. and jalen hurts but because the eagles wanted a tank so they could get a higher draft pick and the commissioner decided to do nothing about that shame to roger goodell but um (laughs) but that's this that's the story and i just see parallels between that these are the parallels one a lying coach (laughs) and a commissioner that did nothing about it (laughs) and with the with the Real reason being that they just wanted a better draft pick, or in this case, a better f- possible free agent. But really, the real truth was that he was afraid to play the higher, uh, more competitive uh, team.
0: So well, as, as commissioner, I will, I will, I will first address those comments, and then I will let Raj have the final say. But so the first issue is: should this be? A I will I will win at all costs, right? I am devoted to putting out a winning team, regardless of how I think that will help me the long term. And that was sort of this one of the arguments. And the reality is that we have, although Lewis may have thought that was implied somewhere, that was never truly implied, and this really is up to the discretion of the owner. And if the owner feels that it's too his or her advantage to lose a game, to not start players because they feel that'll be the best overall interest of the team. I'm fine with that as long as there is no unfair play that result, what will result for another owner. So if two members, if two owners collude to make some sort of unfair trade, which, which will manipulate and put a different owner at a disadvantage unfairly, that would be a situation where, I would intervene.
1: Disadvantage. So, for example,
0: let's say I let's say I want you to um, you are going up against Jeannie, and I didn't like um, I didn't like the shirt you wore because it uh, it it was a shirt that was against my favorite team it was a so i'm would so i would trade genie some of my i would make I an see. unfair trade right a I trade see. that i normally wouldn't make to stack his team I
1: see.
0: to take it, to take advantage of you so I so see. that's why all trades you know need to be approved so that they are legitimate trades not trades meant for a, a pair of teams to collude against another <clears throat> in this situation you know roger lost the game that, that's his choice. And he thought it's going to give an advantage. I would say that you should be careful in doing that. I don't know. You can call it juju. You can call it karma.
1: Or you can uh, call it, um, I'll trade Aaron Rodgers to you, Jeannie, for Travis Kelsey. I'll give you Kelsey for your Aaron Rodgers. We can call it that too.
0: But I see, no, I saw no unfair play at this point. In, I don't either. Like,
1: Aaron Rodgers is, to... is a superstar, and so is Kelsey. I think it's superstar for superstar. Tier one superstar for another tier one superstar. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's the thing. Here's the truth, okay? And this, this is the real truth. And this is why small league fantasy football is a good format to play in and why you would find it enjoyable. You know, if something like this happened in a large league, with guys that you don't really even know that well, or you really are playing for so much money and you never see the money back, it could actually be very, very, very upsetting. You know, obviously it's a little bit upsetting, but here's the thing. Genie's, Genie's my good friend, and yeah, I don't get to be in the Super Bowl, and yeah, I'm a little bit competitive too, but in the end, I'm happy for Genie that he has a chance to play in the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, I would rather have played it, but it's not that far a step down for Genie to play and have the enjoyment in playing it. So. Part of it is, you know, when you're in a small league and you're playing with some friends, you know, it's okay. You know, I can, I'll just enjoy it through Genie's eyes. Not Rogers, of course. <laughs> I, I can certainly see it through Genie's eyes, even though Roger's my good friend too. But
3: <laughs> at this point, I don't. So how many, how many, just curious, how many Super Bowls have each of you guys won over the last 10, 11 years?
1: Uh, only probably about two or three, so.
3: You mean
2: including this one? I think about four.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I you went two in a row at
2: one point.
3: I don't know. I don't know. Well, so all of you have won more than one, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I've won more than I won last year, and I'm sure I've won at least one more. Yeah.
3: I thought in addition to that. Lewis has won at least four or five.
1: No, I, I have not. At the very
3: beginning, the first At the beginning, of
1: years, the very first few to, years, was I did.
3: I think Lewis 40. has gone to the most Super Bowls. But I think you won at least three. The first few years, I know I, you won. I, like
1: I know three I three. did in the first few years, and the reason is because I think I understood the game much better than you guys did. But you guys have clearly caught up, and especially some <laughs> have really me. caught up big time.
3: Not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, well, the reason I'm bringing that because I've only won one. I'm the only one who's in sync in like, like one one ring, right? Maybe that's that's so
1: that's that's the reason why I'm also very happy um, that we're just playing in a small league because I want my friend Raj to enjoy having Super Bowls. So that's why I'm not that miffed either. Again, that's oh. the beauty of playing in a small league with your friends. It doesn't hurt you that much because you just feel happy for your friends. <laughs>
0: You know, Lewis's sarcasm aside, I mean, the thing is, we all—you know—we all know each other, and we can joke about this. And does it get a little personal, heated sometimes? Sure, uh, but it is true. In larger leagues, you don't know people, you don't know the commissioner, yeah. and little things are always happening. And it's—it's it's much more subject. And I've seen a lot of leagues. I've seen people get very unhappy, leave leagues Absolutely. because of yeah. the conduct of the other players, be yeah. it uh, yeah. uh, you know truly unethical or not. And uh, and and when you're playing in a small league with people you know, you can talk about these things. You can joke about. It. I mean, the one thing is we, we you know we can talk about it. We all know exactly what's happening. And all these larger leagues, a lot of times. You're suspicious. You see something. You're not really sure. You know, you, you know why we're joking about it.
2: You know why we're joking about it? Because there's no money involved. <laughs> there's money no, involved, it would fact. not be a joke.
1: <laughs> no, <know>, no, but here's <laughs> the thing. Even if there was money involved, it doesn't matter. Either one of you guys win, you know, the, the pot. You guys are paying for their ne- our next dinner together. But again, that's the beauty of this small league. It doesn't really matter. The money that goes in comes right back to us. So.
3: Well, look, so getting back to the difference between big leagues and small leagues, do you think in a big league, if something like this happened, you know, where most of the players know maybe two or three other players, they other to play for the strangers. Do you think people get upset about this if this absolutely.
1: happened? Absolutely. Oh,
3: absolutely. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They wouldn't just look yeah. at it like I would just like, that's just strategy, I, right? I mean, I, you're playing to win the Super Bowl. That's just strategy. Jim, yeah, what
1: do you think? I'll, I, I, I'll
3: give you, you one example. I
2: have a friend. That was in a large league, and he he didn't know about half the players, and he, I think he was he made a trade, and and I guess their league, they're supposed to be uh, if you, if you have questions, you have a certain time limit, or if any player could could uh, dip, you know debate the trade or put a statement into the commissioner, and I guess for some reason no one did, and the trade helped out this other player who ended up winning the Super Bowl. But yeah, he got a lot of flack for it and people were kind of texting him. You know, people he didn't know that well, just kind of kind of rude comments and complaining to the commissioner after the fact, which is really weird. I don't know why they didn't catch it before. But yeah, and he kind of told me, he said, Yeah, I, I stopped playing that league.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That, well, yeah. leagues. For a small league, it doesn't, it's not gonna change anything. We'll be joking about this a year from now and just, <laughs> just making fun <laughs> of each other a year from now. <laughs> so, you know, it doesn't. It, it, it just makes, it just shows you small league, small league formats, smaller can be better and actually is better in, in forming a, a league.
0: I, I had a similar experience in a large league and it was a league I actually had, had won the Super Bowl. But what happened was as teams were being eliminated, one of the other owners dumped all his players. And I didn't necessarily realize this. And so there was a player on waivers that was pretty good. And I picked up an add to my roster and actually started. And the commissioner didn't pick up on this. And then, I, you know, and I was like, uh, and when it happened, I was, I was saying, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have been able to pick that player up. But I didn't realize what was going on. Fortunately, in the Super Bowl, I had won. My margin of victory was greater than the point production of this player that I picked up. So it was a no harm, no foul and I ended up winning. But had that not been the case, then you have a real problem. what do you what do you do? It would have been a contested victory and I don't know what you did. Do. I don't know. Right, I, I would probably do a kick It's, it's a, not likely
3: you were in collusion with the other player who dropped all these players like you just in
0: you this situation up, it wasn't yeah. a collusion. Yeah, but I should not have had access to the this level of players. And one could argue that the other team had just as as equal access, too. You could argue that because it wasn't traded to me. I just saw it and picked it up.
1: There is a reason why well-run large leagues require a commissioner who actually has to throw polls to make sure that it's okay for certain trades to occur and for certain events to occur, because you do not want to alienate the members of the league if you want to keep it intact, because there is so much fear justifiably so by the commissioner that some dealings that may be felt to be, at least superficially, very unfair. And the players actually take it much more seriously. And oh, I can tell you, when I play so. in a large league, when I, I don't know people as well, I actually take it a little bit more seriously. I worry about it a little bit more. You know, I This one I kind of want to win out of pride You know, versus some of my close friends. But in the end, you know what? You know my close friends. You know if they win, I'm happy for them. You know it's not it's not that big a deal. You know guys I don't know so much. I don't know them. Why would I? I don't care how happy they feel.
0: <laughs> and you could argue that it's a conflict of interest for a commissioner to be a player in a league as well. Now, obviously, no one's going to be a commissioner and not play. But uh, you know the commissioner clearly has has advantage and can manipulate the game to their own individual, you know, to benefit themselves.
2: I think if the commissioner finishes last in the league, then it proves that they're, they're not doing anything shady.
0: <laughs> there you go.
2: <laughs>
0: so I've won. Less.
1: I've won as commissioner. <laughs> He's won as the commissioner. I told you a story last week about some commissioner who wanted to get in the playoffs who was not in the playoffs. So. After the fact, he made a blocked punt worth 23 points and then thereby propelled himself into the playoffs.
0: It's fascinating the blatantly obvious things that people will do that benefit themselves that everyone's going to know about, and yet it doesn't. I'm pretty sure that
1: league will be dissolved next year.
0: (laughs) You know, in a fit of emotion, in a fit of rage, or sometimes you just some people just can't keep their hand out of the cookie jar. They see a way to get to the playoffs I've, and they can't resist and they do it. Hopefully that person regretted that decision after
3: the fact.
1: Yes, as he, I as he, agree. <laughs> even in small leagues. <laughs>
3: yeah. And in hindsight, I probably might've changed things this week and let what happened happen. You know, I don't think I was directly responsible for Lewis not making it. I mean, he played some role in that winning this week's game. But yeah. at the same time, I feel bad about it now. Just, I didn't realize it would just be such a big deal. <laughs> about it. So I didn't feel bad about it. Although I don't feel bad about the fact that I've only won one Super Bowl versus you guys have had multiple rings um, compared to my measly one little ring.
1: Well, too little, too late. Thank you for the apology. <laughs> but here's here's the fact, though. Rogers is correct. I had my own fate in my own hands and I proceeded to lose anyways. Shadow, who had basically lost eight straight, And was determined not to lose a ninth straight and actually had his little Christmas present by not losing his ninth straight and defeating me and thereby preventing me from going to the Super Bowl. I started the wrong quarterback again. I've started the wrong quarterback between Dak and Tom uh, for now five straight weeks. Dak scored 15 points. Tom scored 31 points. There was a 16-point swing. Uh, That would not have made a difference. I started James Conner, who was out, and I had to put someone else in his flex position, like A.J. Brown, who scored 20 points, even A.J. Brown plus Dak would have not have helped. I decided to stream a defense, the LA Chargers against the woeful Houston Texans, and of course, the Chargers proceeded to lose to the Houston by 41-29 to 29 and scored minus three defensive points versus what normally would have been my starters, the San Francisco defense against the Titans who scored five points. Even that eight-point swing plus starting A.G. Brown over James Conner plus starting Dak Prescott over Tom Brady would not have made a difference. A so-called best ball format. I still would have lost to uh, Shadow's team by another two points. So either way, I wasn't going to win this week. My only hope would have been that Jeannie had lost. Obviously, he didn't. All right.
0: Well, thank you for true confessions, Mr. Lewis. And as you know, you and I will be on the sidelines this weekend watching the Super Bowl, which will be a repeat of week 16 between Jeannie and Raj. So, Jeannie, what do you have planned? How are you going to prepare for the Super Bowl?
2: Um, I think I'm going to sit out three of my players just to pay Raj back. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think I'm just going to do the
0: hit for whatever. Babe.
2: Yeah. I'm just going to do whatever I've been doing. No big changes. I think last Sunday, this last Sunday, I was debating whether to start Thielen cause I wasn't sure he was going to play and he ended up playing. I think he just got four points.
1: Here's a question, Jeannie. Mm-hmm. And this, this one's not this, you know, Aaron Rodgers for Kelsey, which, you know, one could,
2: yeah, I can't take Think Kelsey from I can't take Kelsey from you,
1: right? Um, but if you're interested in starting an all Vikings lineup,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm willing to <coughs> trade Justin Jefferson for you for somebody. Obviously, you've got a number of good wide receivers, so you can trade me one of your wide receivers for Justin Jefferson,
0: and I could trade Dalvin Cook to you if you really want to complete your Minnesota team.
1: So it could be basically the Minnesota Vikings versus Rogers All-Star <laughs> fantasy team.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I kind of don't But mind you to would have to start Kirk team. Cousins in order to keep things fair. <laughs> you'd know. have to start
1: Kirk Cousins.
2: Yeah. Then I have to start the Vikings kicker too. Yeah. Yeah,
0: you and Dalvin, wait, 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 you and, and you'd have to start Dalvin Cook, who is also on the same list.
1: Right. This would be the ultimate, you know, stacked team yeah. stacking. Yeah. You're basing your entire Super Bowl on how the Vikings did. It would be kind of 17. fun because
2: they are playing the Green Bay Packers, but then I'm kind of afraid. I don't know. Well, I'm afraid Packers of losing.
3: Defenses.
2: If you, so them, you to win.
3: put him on my team, it'll be him and the Devontae Adams. It would be fun, teams. yeah. It would
2: be fun. Or you I could just stick all, with the team. I, I just stick with the team I have.
1: Or you can, you can do an all Vikings team. versus uh, Packers matchup. <laughs> give him Rodgers, give him... Give him, uh, he can yeah, start Aaron Jones, Jones and pick up AJ Dillon as his running backs, start Devontae Adams and uh, maybe uh, Alan Lazard, <laughs> who I think he yeah. has, and uh, that'd be fun. Go from there,
2: and we could just all get together and watch that one game. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, we could just pick up all Vikings and Packers for our teams here, right? All nine of the players starting would have to be either Packer or Vikings,
2: <laughs> or or just. Go by the game. <laughs> just go oh. by the game.
3: <laughs> uh, you yeah, know, that kind of speaks the purpose of fantasy football. That, that'd be fun, <laughs>
2: though. I mean, we'd be we'd be like just going crazy watching the game.
3: <laughs> it, <laughs> like a would. Super Bowl. it actually would. It would. <laughs> that decides the Super Bowl. Yeah, if you guys want to do that, It'd I'm fine like... with that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like we don't. We're not going to call it fantasy football anymore. <laughs> we just like. Your team versus my team. I don't even why like that. Do, why don't we do
2: this? This is even better. We'll, we'll go 2v2. You're captain. I'm captain. I get first pick. Oh, you get first pick. You have the best record. You get picked between Shadow or Lewis. And I get the, the one that's not picked. And we go two on two in, in Lewis's backyard. I mean, not Shadow's backyard. Oh. <laughs> well, I play flag football. Oh. <laughs> You better watch out for Lewis's rush, man. He's going to hammer you (laughs) every time.
1: (laughs) You're a quarterback rush. Well, I guess our listeners will have to stay tuned to next week to see what actually transpired.
0: (laughs) Well, on that note, I think that sort of that ties it up for us. We have had another wonderful podcast and as our listeners can tell, controversy is something that happens in any league, small and large fantasy football leagues. And it's all part of the fun and particularly in a small league, fantasy football. It's something that we joke about. We care about They're true emotions. There's 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 anger, there's competition, but in the end I think we can still finish the day by saying small is, is better. better. <laughs> Good luck on the Super Bowl and I'll see you next week.